Fryzy, let's get to your considerable winner. Winning! And they came up against another team that was very much under the pump. They were your mammoth loser last week. Fryzy, take us through the team that you've selected for your considerable winner. Yes, yeah, certainly, Seb. So Melbourne for me this week. Despite Hawthorne making them sort of look a million dollars, that that was an important win, and they did it um, in a very very strong fashion. They brought in young Sam Wiedemann, and I suppose with his game, you'd like that. That's more of the impact that he probably needs to have. And alongside that, we're hearing a lot again about Christian Petrarca. There was a bit just in the paper comparing him to Dustin Martin, not necessarily saying um, like for like, but very similar types with some similar. Strengths. Not sure about Melbourne actually sneaking into the eight. I mean, they, they obviously um, still could. Remember that they are a game short, just like Essendon, for that missed one. So they're three and three. Probably have to take something unexpected, though, to actually finish in the eight. But it's taken them probably a little bit longer to get things rolling than they might have hoped. But yeah, that was that was a good win. It was It was an important one for them, I think. It seems like they've made better decisions at the selection table, Fryce. They haven't rushed Harley Bernal back, but it looks like he's a lot more comfortable in his role and he's been setting up a lot of play and had a lot of goal assists over the weekend. And also, Fryce, they found another young gun in Cozzy Pickett. He did a lovely little step around, sold some candy and set up more play over the weekend. So it looks like they're just starting to get their balance right with their 22 and also up forward, as you mentioned, with Wiedemann coming back in. They're looking a lot more strong up there and they have the players making good contests, but also they have the ground ball players as well. So it looks like they've finally got their selections right. They're certainly playing a lot better than what they were at the start of the season. Yeah, the challenge is there for them. There's no reason why they can't, but they've probably got to win, what, say, six out of their last 10 or so. As you mentioned, sir, they um, they look a lot more dangerous with those two up front in Wiedemann and McDonald. That's a duo that opposition backlines won't fancy trying to lock them down. So they certainly look very sharp on the weekend. Yes, a very good win on the weekend, that is for sure, Fryzy. But let's save our judgment on Melbourne for Sunday when they play the Brisbane Lions, a top four team. Let's see how good they really are. Now, Maxie, you're a man who knows your stats. You're a man who knows the market for the Brownlow very, very well. What are the chances that Christian Petrarca can run away with this year's Brownlow? From memory, I think he's coming close behind Lockie Neal, who's the current favourite. He'll pull a lot of votes in games that Melbourne do win. The only thing I'm thinking is he might go head-to-head with Max Gorn and might steal votes off each other. And isn't it perfect timing as well, Maxie, that both these players will line up against each other this weekend? Yeah, I'd still personally have um, Lockie Neal as my favourite, but Petrarca's definitely come a long way this year. I think he's definitely in career-best form. And if Melbourne continue winning, then you never know. But I've still got my money on Lockie Neal. Yeah, with Christian Petrarca well in contention for the Brownlow, it does make me look back at the 2014 AFL draft because, as you guys are aware, Christian Petrarca went second in that draft. Many times he was touted as the number one pick by a lot of experts. And the man who went number one, the first selection in that draft was Paddy McCartan. And if you guys did just a quick comparison, we know Paddy McCartan has been unlucky and we do know that key forwards don't grow on trees. But gee, at this stage right now, you'd have to say Melbourne won that draft. I think they also had Brayshaw at pick three. 
I think St Kilda's main rationale behind going with McCartan is they didn't have a younger key forward at the time. From memory, I don't think Dim Membry, Josh Bruce was there as well. They wanted their full forward for the next 10 to 15 years. I think the Saints have got a pretty decent midfield already, so I don't think it's too big of a loss. But Monday morning quarterbacking, you definitely go up a trucker now.